Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Network. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. and happy Saturday and welcome to the Audacity to Shine with Coach Philanda show here on the Life Coach Radio Network. I am Philanda Johnson, your master purpose coach and audacity advocate, and I am thrilled to have you tuning in to today's show. I've been looking forward to today's show for quite a few months now. Our episode today is called Radical Self-Love, and I'm honored to have my new sister friend, Melanie Foote-Davis, as our guest today. Melanie, are you there? I am. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's conversation to my listeners, just asking you to hold on to your seats today um, and prepare for what will be an awesome and powerful conversation with this amazing woman and amazing coach. Before we jump in into our conversation today, I would love to just introduce our listeners to this awesome woman named Melanie Foote-Davis. So from 16 and pregnant to best-selling author, speaker, and freedom, freedom catalyst, Melanie is on a mission to arm women and teen girls with tools to align self-love with personal and professional goals. She empowers women to break free from shame, guilt, emotional struggle, and overwhelm to a place of unimaginable peace. I love that. There are a few words that best describe Melanie Foddafis. Impactful, intriguing, thought-provoking, sincere. She is the most recognized for her soul-stirring messages in the areas of self-love, self-acceptance, healthy relationships, and taking an unapologetic stance for your own life. She challenges her audience to stand on the right side of their yes, the side that leads to them to have transformative love and powerful acceptance. Melanie's gentle yet no-nonsense approach moves women from a place of longing to living a radically bold and courageous life. In her free time, Melanie enjoys date nights with her husband, Sean, spa days, long walks, hiking, quiet evenings, and quality time with family and friends. She embraces, and I love this part that she said here at Melanie, she embraces her corny side, laughs at her own jokes, and skips to celebrate wins. Please help me welcome Melanie. Melanie, I'm so excited to have you on today. I am absolutely thrilled to be here. <laughs> so to our <laughs> listeners who are listening, uh, Melanie and I connected a few months a few months back when um, she was beginning the process of releasing her book, Radical Love, Your Path to Freedom and Bliss. She, uh, I signed up for something called her love notes, and I received these beautiful excerpts from her book um, in my email, and that's where I fell in love with her and her work. Her book, Radical Love, is awesome. It's relatable, powerful. It's easy to digest. It's a book that you could honestly read on a Saturday and begin to implement on a Sunday. So I reached out to her to connect because of her awesome mission that is so aligned to mine, and now I'm blessed to have her here on our show um, and to call her my new sister friend. So to all of our listeners calling in who are interested in participating by calling in to show any love um, or to ask any questions, you are invited to call in on the number 646-716-9397. Again, that number is 646-716-9397. Please call in to spread any love or ask any questions. 
Melanie, I'm really excited to jump in. Are you ready? I am absolutely ready. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, awesome. And so as I've shared with you, Melanie, and as I've shared with with our listeners, I really, really, really love your book. And I just want to start with a quote from your very first, Uh, part, your introduction, and you say, congratulations, I am so proud of you for taking steps to fill your heart and soul with love. I am absolutely thrilled to share this space with you. The mere fact that you are here means that you are committed to investing in personal time with one of the most amazing people you know. That person is you. What moved you to write that in your introduction? Mm. Because sometimes what we do is we wait until we've accomplished whatever that goal is that we set out for. We wait until we get there, right? Mm -hmm. And I like to start each day with celebrating something, no matter how small you may think it is. And so I, I, even with my clients, I champion them just for showing up, right? Yes. Just for showing up is a that and sometimes even in thinking about um, what I said in terms of the most amazing person is you and that there are so many times that we especially as women put so many people ahead that we forget that we're amazing too we forget that we're worthy too yeah and so I wanted to start there from a place of hey I'm awesome Yes. Hello. Awesome. Hashtag awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Like, hey, brilliant in the house. Right. (laughs) Yes. I love it. And you know, when I picked up the book and I read that introduction, and I shared this with you, Melanie, it made me feel connected to you, Um, and it made me feel as what was suggested in your foreword that. This book was written for me in mind. This book was written with the hope and intention that the reader will be inspired, affirmed, um, and that as they were working on and progressing on their own journey to having radical self-love, that they felt that love from those beginning pages of your book, and I absolutely, absolutely felt that. So you talk a lot about self-love, um, and radical love. And so I just would love for you to really define what that means for you. <laughs> um, okay, where do I start? So radical <laughs> self-love <laughs> is it's like self-love on steroids. And even though I don't like when someone used a word in the definition of the word, I just did it, right? So self-love on steroids, it's like giving yourself permission to be authentic and detaching yourself from other people's opinions of you. It's it's the simple step of refusing to sell your soul or compromise your values for the sake of someone else, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And being in a place where your yes means yes and your no means no. It's an affirmative mm-hmm. answer without feeling obligated to explain. You know, because sometimes we want to, we'll say, well, I would, but, well, the only reason why I can't do it right now or help you right now is because all of those things, to me, is like apologizing for your decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Melanie, I love that. And I, I, it's it's so connected. And I, like I shared with you, to the mission of my show and what I absolutely believe is in order to live out your life purpose, in order to be your very best self, you must be able to stand in your own brilliance. You must be able yes. to, like you said, like stand in the fact that your yes is yes and your no is no and be audacious in that um, and, and, and not feel as though you have to apologize for um, creating boundaries and boundaries for yourself. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, um, when we're thinking about the idea of self love, you know, is is the, is that a destination? Is it a process? Like, help our listeners unpack what that means to be on a journey to to achieving self love. It is just that it's a journey and a process. So there are going to be days when you feel like absolutely amazing. You're standing fully in your power. You feel unstoppable and unbreakable. But then there are going to be days when you need simple reminders. 
where you're not feeling at your best. So what it is is the practice. It's a tool. It's something that you're working towards. Kind of like yoga. It's a practice. So some days it feels like you mastered it, and on other days you won't. But forgive yourself and know that you're doing the best that you can in that moment. Wow. I love how you brought up forgiveness. How do you see forgiveness mm-hmm. being connected to the journey of self-love? Well, for me, I can I, – it's easier for me to forgive others, but I am harder on myself. And so when I'm thinking about self-love, when I am not being forgiving of myself, how is that being loving or kind to my soul? How is that being loving or kind to my being? And so it's important to know that not only is it necessary for us to forgive others and their transgressions, but to also give ourselves some grace. Yes, I love it. I love it. In your book, you talk about, being um, and having a closet full of masks and the impact that had on you showing up in the world as your full and most authentic self. Can you just unpack that a bit for our listeners? (laughs) So for me, I'm – Overall, I'm a pretty optimistic person. I'm typically someone who's looking for solutions or trying to find the bright side of things. And it doesn't mean that I don't see the dark, ugly stuff. I just don't like to stay there. So because of that, I don't typically go to work and wear my challenges or my problems on my sleeve. And in addition to that, I come from a really close-knit family. And um, what I noticed was that in the environment I was working with at the time, which was in the beauty industry, people would observe my family and I and the way we interact with each other. We embrace each other with hugs. We're always supportive of each other. And they didn't necessarily see us have disagreements, things like that. So what I discovered later was that there were many who believed that my life was perfect, our family was perfect, and that we had it all together. But we don't. And that's a mask, in a sense. So, no, I don't believe in airing all your dirty laundry or my life doesn't have to be the next reality show. Um, I do believe we need to walk with integrity and be mindful of what we're putting out, what kind of energy we're putting out there in the world. Um, But there were things that I was dealing with. No one knew that I was sometimes crying myself to sleep at night. No one knew that I wasn't always feeling as confident and I was often discounting my services and things like that to the point where I discounted my way right into debt and lost my home. Mm. There's nothing perfect about that. One of the hardest things for me to do was to tell my daughter that we needed to move because mommy made a mistake. Mm. Wow. And so from that place there and I, and 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 listeners that are listening in the the honesty and transparency that you're hearing right now from Melanie is is why she's my new sister friend <laughs> and why I love her <laughs> book and why I love connecting with her. And so my follow-up question there, Melanie, is, you know, while some listeners might not have experienced losing a home or experiencing something similar to that, all of us have our own challenges and our own trials. How did you bounce back from that? Um, because I believe that can serve as a as a place and space of inspiration for our listeners. Hmm. I'm going to be honest with you, Philanda. It took me a while, right? And there are days, here it is years later, and there are days that that shame of that still shows up. I literally rode past that house yesterday. Wow. To try to make peace with that, to see if I was totally had totally let that go. And I realized that I had not. And mm. so again, it's a matter of owning your feelings, like really honoring my emotions and getting to the place to realize like I feel really bad about this right now. 
and really taking the time to process it instead of denying that that feeling or emotion exists. Um, I journal about it. I pray about it. And I ask God to show me, you know, how to walk through it. And so then I flip it. Flip it. It's like, okay, so what? now that you have this information, what can you learn from this? What can you do differently now? And so then I step into that place. But I first I must honor it. the fact that I'm in a dark place and deal with what this emotion is. I love that. Does that I make love sense? That. It makes perfect sense. And I think it, okay. it's so connected to the point that you made that self Love, radical self-love is not a destination. It is an an intentional practice, just like yoga, Mm -hmm. just like anything else, that requires intentionality and requires intentionality. uh, It requires intentionality and consistency, I'm sorry, to make it Mm -hmm. a um, part of the fabric of who you are as a person and as a being. And so I think you just really beautifully illustrated that for our listeners, that, you know, in your commitment to having radical self-love does not mean all hurts and all bruises are gone. It means you now have strategies to implement mm-hmm. and use in order to allow yourself and help yourself handle the journey of living in a better way. Um, yeah, so um, add something yes, to that. Please yeah, do. So you mentioned in, you mentioned intention, which to me um, carries a lot of weight because intention being being focused and taking intentional actions really make a difference, right? And being mindful of what is really guiding our actions, right? Which is where we create the intention. So. Staying in that painful place, or you mentioned having the bruises and scars, it's like, hey, those scars exist, but guess what? That's now data. That's a resource that we can use to avoid getting bruised in that same way again, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so and, it becomes, those bruises become one of our new tools. If we yes. use them properly and are intentional about how we use it, and we can be intentional, and some people don't realize it, but some of us live in a place of self-pity, right, instead of in self-love. So we may intentionally show our bruises for the sake of having other people, like we may thrive on someone feeling sorry for us and seeing us in our pain, and that's serving something at that time. Or we can have an intention to move past it, share our story, help other people, and make new decisions about our lives. But the choice is ours. I love that. My my coach, who's awesome, one of the things that she said to me in the beginning of our, our coaching partnership was, you know, you have the choice in terms of how you are going to handle things that come up in your life. And you can either choose to experience things in a default state, which means you're not in control and there's no intentionality, or you can choose to be as informed as possible and in some ways not completely in control, but you're able to navigate that challenging experience in life in a better way. So it's you choose to live by default and let things just happen to you, or you choose mm-hmm. to be intentional. You choose to use your life lessons to guide your next step, which is powerful. And you talked about mm-hmm. your faith, Melanie, which I think is so critical and important to me and I think is relevant here. And just connected to what you just um, shared, um, a scripture that I love that comes to mind is Romans eight twenty eight. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. And so what you said when you, I think the message you gave when you said you can use those bruises and those bumps essentially to serve you, right, as as a future instructions for how you will live, it's a testament, and I think it illuminates that scripture. Like everything has happened because God has purposed it to, and it's going to work for our good. Mm-hmm. And so either mm-hmm. we choose to see it as being able to operate for our good or not, um, and then that, I think, impacts whether or not we um, experience life from a place of, of, of abundance or if we experience mm-hmm. the world and life from a place of scarcity. 
Here's one part of your book that I loved, Melanie, that just stuck out to me so much um, as a a woman seeking to um, no longer have a superwoman complex. But in your book, you talk (laughs) about how the goal of being superwoman impacts us as women. Share Share with us how this ideal damages our ability to love ourselves and what women can do to really battle this. First of all, let's just accept this. Superwoman is not real. (laughs) So let's just start there, right? She's not real. It's a character that that someone's created. And many of us find ourselves in a place where we actually want to be everything for everyone all the time, and it's actually an impossible goal, right? It's like striving for perfection is an unattainable goal. So with wearing that superwoman cape, what we're ultimately doing is is forgetting about ourselves. We're forgetting to nurture our minds. We're forgetting to nurture about our nurture our souls. Um, excuse me, are you hearing me okay, Philandra? Because I'm hearing feedback for myself. I hear you perfectly great, love. Okay, okay, good. So what happens is when we're striving to wear this cape, and some of us wear it like a badge of honor, like, you know, that makes me a strong woman. Well, guess what? Asking for help is also a sign of strength. Mm-hmm. It's not a weakness. And when we continue to try to be everything to everyone all the time, we're going to deplete ourselves. Like, it's going to come to an end. It's not going to end well, Right. And so I encourage women to drop that cake, burn it, or at least hang it up for the day. Can you do that? Can you take it off and just hang it up for the day? It may be difficult to burn it, but let's just take it off and just nicely hang it where you can see it, but try something new because it's taking us away from who we actually are, and it also gives um it leads other people to believe that we're perfect. It's another mask that we wear. So what happens is sometimes people will offer us help, and we will turn them down. And I used to be that person too. Oh, no, I got it. I have it. Um, and then when no one is helping us, then we feel like, wow, can't they see that we could use some support over here? But we've given them the message that we have it all together. Our cake is flying, Right. Mm-hmm. But you only have it. so many Like that cake will only fly for a limited amount of time It's going to expire And the weight and all of the, the, the burdens that we're carrying Are going to be too heavy for that cape at some point Wow when you, What you just shared makes me think about one of my favorite authors Dr. Brene Brown and her work around vulnerability, and a quote yeah. comes to mind that, that I want to, to read to our listeners who might or might not be familiar with Dr. Brene Brown's work. She wrote, Daring Greatly, The Gifts of Imperfections, Rising Strong. Those three books are groundbreaking, um, life-impacting work. And this is a quote um, from Brene Brown. She says, Owning our story can be hard, but not nearly as difficult as spending our lives running from it. Embracing Mm -hmm. our vulnerabilities is risky, but not nearly as dangerous as giving up on love and belonging and joy. The experiences that make us the most vulnerable, only when we are brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite power of our light. Whoa! Mm. <laughs> Whoa, Dr. Yeah. Brene Brown. <laughs> I love Dr. Brene Brown. And and I think that's so connected to what you're sharing in the sense of it requires courage and uh, boldness to be willing to share the pieces of you that doesn't feel strong or the pieces of you um, where you are nervous and anxious. 
Um, and I found that that creates a really nice connection and relationship to people, relationship with, with people when you're able to do that. And what I feel like is also illuminating from her quote that's very connected to what I believe you just said, Melanie, was there is courage involved in being able to love, right? There is mm-hmm. courage that comes from choosing to be willing to love others and love yourself because that is a scary and dark place. But when you do that, when you have that love for yourself, you are able to experience so many things just because Mm -hmm. of your willingness to really see who you are and own who you are. Absolutely. And so I hope folks are enjoying our our conversation today as much as I am. I am, again, inviting folks who are listening online to call in. We would love to hear from you if you have any love to share or any questions you would like to ask. Our call-in number is 646-716-9397. Again, that number is 646-716-9397. Nine three nine seven. We're going to take a quick musical break, and then we will be back with more with Melanie. Melanie. Welcome yes. back, and welcome back to our listeners. Melanie, I love the chapter entitled Celebrating the Beauty of You. And in that chapter, you really give your readers um, some guidance in terms of how to really think about um, how to affirm them, themselves along every step of the journey towards loving themselves more. You invited women to celebrate both their big and small wins. Why was this so important for you to include in your book? Because I I wish I knew, and I guess I'm going to have to do some research about this, Kalanda, but mm-hmm. when – when we have, when we're younger, right, or even when we have our own children or nurturing someone else's, we celebrate everything they do, right? When they're learning to walk, we don't get upset with them when they don't make it the first step. We get excited because they stood for themselves, right? We get excited when they take one step. Oh my God, here she comes. Come on, baby. Come on. You can do it, right? And then somehow, somewhere between being that little person that we encouraged and celebrated every step along the way, we become these adults where we think we have to wait until we achieve our goal before it's worthy of acknowledgement. And I say that that's just BS, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 I'm um, I just feel like it's important to remember that life is a journey. And every aspect of it deserves acknowledgement. So how do no we make this how a big habit? Or how small? By how can women? A how can listeners make this a habit? Like just simply choosing it. Athletes do mm-hmm. it all the time. We watch a game, and um, and I'm not claiming to be a, a football aficionado or anything like that. <laughs> but when we watch a game, and if they make the catch, we celebrate. They haven't scored. They could even be losing, and we celebrate that catch anyway. Why can't we do that in our life, in the game of our lives? I love that. I love that. I love that. And so what are some of the habits you implement in order to celebrate yourself? Well, you know, like I said in my bio, I skip sometimes. <laughs> I do the cabbage patch. I may yes. send out a text message to um, to my support system saying, hey, guess what I just did, right? <laughs> so I invite them into the celebration by doing that, um, as well as encourage other people to do the same. My family and I, um, even my daughter and my nieces and I, we always have text messages going on where we celebrate each other along the way. I encourage my ch- my clients to do the same. Like le- we start our calls with celebration. What are you really mm-hmm. proud of this week? What can we celebrate for you? Because here's the thing: 
our energy will shift into a good place and we're more inspired to continue on that path when we're in the celebration mode. But when we're focused on what went wrong, the vibrations drop, like it lowers mm-hmm. that, and that our ability or the capacity to want to move forward is not as easy to assess at that time. Does that make Absolutely. sense? It does. Mm-hmm. It makes perfect sense. And I know you mm-hmm. talk about in your book um, energy and the power of being mindful about the energy that you create and maintain in order to really live a life of, of radical self-love. So I, I, that resonates with me in a, in a really powerful way. There was a section in your book that really stood out to me around the importance of minding your thoughts um, and being cognizant of your internal self-dialogue. Speak mm-hmm. to us about the significance about that and how spirituality and your belief in God connects with this idea. Well, we're always in conversation, right? We may not be moving our mouths, but we're always hearing something. And sometimes I believe we're hearing from God, and sometimes we hear from other forces, right? And sometimes that enemy that we're hearing is a person in our head, which happens to be us. So it's really important to stay connected. If we see God as love, and I see myself as love, and God being within me, then I need to be mindful that all of my conversations are coming from a heart space, a loving space. And if they aren't, then because our thoughts are going to precede our actions anyway, right? Yes. So whatever we're thinking, it kind of plays a role in what our next action is or behavior is going to be. And so what we're feeding our minds and what we're staying connected with um, is really important. So that's why it's important to take time to go, go within, to be able to listen, to be able to hear the one from the one who created us, right? Mm-hmm. And let him guide our thoughts and our paths. And I don't care, I don't know who your listeners are, but so there may be people with various beliefs, but even still, I think with every belief, we believe that God is love. So whatever you call it, Jesus, source, um, Allah, whoever it is, they still speak, and they speak from a whispering place, a place of power, a place of peace, and a place of love. And if we stay connected with that, then our thoughts will also come from that place. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You talk about abundant thinking and its connection to people experiencing abundant living. So Mm -hmm. other people might find it challenging to accept the idea that they, in fact, have the birthright to experience abundance and prosperity in their life. If you had a person right in front of you who it was challenging for them to understand the idea about self-love or understand the idea that they have the right to experience all of the magnificent things you unpack in your text. What would you tell them, and then how specifically would you encourage them? Hmm. If they were right in front of me, Mm-hmm. Um, first, I would just respect their space and ask them, is it okay for me to touch them? I would, If they agree, I would um, grab their hands, right, both hands in front of me and look them in their eyes and, first of all, say, I see you. I see you. And you matter. Because sometimes people feel invisible. Sometimes people feel unworthy. And so being able to really look them in their eyes and help them not only see me seeing them, but feel my presence and feel my touch to know that they matter in this world. And that they no longer have to hide out in who they are that their presence is worthy of being known. I see you. I love you. You matter to me. Because the truth of the matter is they do. 
And I pray wow. that the light of God in me will resonate in them, like, you know, will pull through so that they can see themselves. And then just just sit with that for a moment because sometimes there are many people who've never felt seen. There are people who've never felt heard. There are many of us who've never felt valued or worthy of recognition, acknowledgement, or love, which goes back to that celebration. How can you celebrate when you don't even realize that people know you exist? When you feel like you are missing peace in your own in the picture of your own life. Wow, Melanie. I'm just sitting in that thinking back and we, we, we've shared this previously, Melanie, my own journey with self-love and the times where I have felt disconnected, mind, body, and spirit. And because of that disconnection, there were times when and seasons when I operated from a place of unworthiness, um, Mm -hmm. operated from a place where Um, just didn't think I was enough and just didn't think that there was a a real reason why I was here um, on earth. And so hearing you share that powerful thing for me to hear, and I'm just imagining how that would resonate for me and how in this day and age when there's so many things happening in the world, there are so many challenges that people are people are striving to overcome that for me, in a lot of ways, I think the source of a lot of these, these challenges is because people don't have a, a high sense of of their value or a belief mm-hmm. in um, themselves. And so because of that, they respond to situations in a way that's either detrimental to themselves or others. The power mm-hmm. of telling someone I see you, the power of telling someone that, like, I love you and mm-hmm. and I believe in who you are, and if you don't necessarily see how worthy you are yet, I'm going to stand in that gap space for you mm-hmm. until you're able to clearly see, feel, hear, experience your greatness. And so I just think that's a powerful um, modeling of, of, of that. So I really appreciate that. I really felt that, Melanie. Um, you talk in your book about living out loud. What does that mean? It means, going back to what we just said a minute ago, being seen and being heard. Or feel most importantly, feeling seen and feeling heard. And so there are times when I've been guilty of it. So let's just say here I was writing this book called Radical Love, right? And yet there were times as I was writing where there was nothing radical going on. I was whispering in the dark, hey, I'm brilliant, right? Hey, I have some really good information that you can use. Hey, I'm really here to serve you. I wasn't being radical. I wasn't living out loud. I was whispering in the dark, in the darkness of my own fears, really. And so living out loud means taking that bold step, like giving yourself permission to just say, yes, I'm going to live today. Yes, I'm going to stand with both feet firmly planted, and I am going to walk towards my purpose regardless of what other people think about it. And that may mean a simple saying yes to you and saying no to something someone is requesting of you to go find out what it is. So you may not even be clear about what it is in that moment. But you know that whatever is happening isn't working for you. So wear color if you love color, right? Not be mm-hmm. afraid to wear your red lipstick. Put on your red top. Wear your stripes. Do whatever it is that makes you feel good and yummy and vibrant inside. Yes. And, yes. and rock your and, natural and, hair. That's right. Rock that natural <laughs> uh-huh. hair, right? 
um, rock all of it, kinky, curly, and straight, right? Just yes. rock it and be okay with it and knowing that God gave it to you for you to wear it proudly. Yes. And for you to yes. stand in it and own it. And, know, and here's the thing. When we live out loud, we're no longer editing ourselves to please other people. The people-pleasing will eventually go away. I love that. Become less, at least become less important. Because sometimes we're not we're not living out loud because, like, maybe I'll speak to the woman who may have full lips who was told you can't wear red lipstick. I mm-hmm. say that's not true. You can. You find a shade that works for you and you rock it like nobody's business. But being afraid that somebody else is going to, what other people are going to think, why is she wearing that, causes you to go back to whispering, go back to hiding, go back to being invisible living in the shadows of what other people want from you. No, nobody gets to decide how you live but you. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a beautiful segue to my next question around, I believe that there is a, a you know, radical dream that everyone has, and I believe that everyone has a special important call um, on their lives in terms of what they were here to do and the impact they were there they were meant to leave to lead leave mm-hmm. here on earth and so what would you say I think you've hinted to this already but what would you say is a call to action for people who have that radical dream that seems impossible that feels impossible but what would you be your call to action to them um, in order to operate in such a way to where they can achieve that radical dream that they have set for themselves? Well, first of all, I agree with you. We all have something. Like it's that soul cry that's calling us forth, right? What is that thing? I would just first tap into what is that thing that keeps you up at night? It calls so loudly that you're up watching infomercials or on social media looking at what everybody else is doing because you can't even sleep, right? That thing that's aching at you when you go to your job or whatever it is that you do that you don't, that that may serve you but is not serving you well, where you feel like, oh, I wish I was really doing X, Y, and Z, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever that is for you, I dare you to just say yes. And I mean just say yes. That may seem really simple, but it really works. Because I believe when we say yes to whatever it is we want, when that soul starts crying out and you say yes, the universe, God, will conspire to start to make that happen. Right? Mm. When when you say yes to it and you stand in it, things will begin to shift. But when you're wavering... You want to say yes, but you're still standing back in indecision. That indecision is saying a no to it. But when we say yes, people start showing up to serve you. I made a decision to say yes to to start standing in my purpose. I made a decision to start speaking out when I see a woman in distress. I made a decision to only do business and work with people whom I enjoy working with. And guess what? People like you showed up in my life. When we think about it, when we first had our first conversation, it was effortless. Our conversation flowed with grace and ease as if we had known each other forever. But that was also a part of saying yes to only wanting to connect and do business with people that I actually enjoy sharing space with. Yes. And God yes. started placing people on my path. He placed you on my path. He placed Mickey Woods on my path. He placed, you know, so many other people on my path because of that. Mm-hmm. A simple That's powerful. Yes. It's not that hard. We make it difficult. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think it go back. It goes back to that idea of: Are you going to choose to live from a space of default, 
or with an intentionality. Mm-hmm. And then I think when mm-hmm. there's a choice to live with intentionality, the thing that must get kicked into gear next is faith. You have to then yeah. have faith that all things will be aligned to help you on the mm-hmm. journey to achieving your goal. And so it's it's beautiful and awesome that you say that. And so I feel the same way when I stepped out and said, you know, I'm going to start this this show I am going to hand select the people who are on the show and everyone I have on. I want to feel a deep, powerful connection to them. I want to feel as though mm-hmm. our missions are aligned, that you know, we can be friends. We can be, you know, like I wanted to feel that connection. And I agree with you. The, the, when I read your book, I said, oh, my Lord, like this is, one, what I wish I had as an 18-year-old woman starting out life, first of all. Um, and then I'm like, this is this is something that I want other people to know about. Other people, other. This is something I want other people to have access to. This is a woman that inspires me as I'm continuing on this path and journey to self love. So I, I, Melanie, I just love, 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 love it, love it, love it. What would you say <laughs> has been your biggest lesson learned to date about self love? That is not stagnant. You know, we're going to have some days where we're actually going to have to be real intentional about being loving and kind towards ourselves. But then there are going to be days where it is absolutely beautiful, right? Where it just feels so yummy and juicy inside that you'll say, what took me so long to get here, right? Like, I'm really enjoying me. I am really enjoying me. Yes. Because um, yes. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to kid you. I'm very protective of my space. And there are times when I am enjoying my alone time so much that I don't even want anybody else in that space right now because I don't want them to think to tamper with my atmosphere that I just created. Yes. Um, yes. So, yeah, so one of the biggest lessons was learning that it doesn't it – doesn't, we, I have to continue to be intentional about it, you know. And you even mentioned you mentioned having faith, but having faith in action, like not having to have all the answers before we step into it. Yes, yes, yes. It's it's funny mm-hmm. you talk about that, and you know, I have found in I'm I'm still in my early thirties, but I found since entering my thirties. I just, and this might sound terrible, I just, like, really love Philanda. <laughs> like, I love who I am. I love my flaws and all, quoting Beyonce, one of my favorite artists. But um, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's from a place of appreciation for all that I have gone through. And it's mm-hmm. an appreciation of the fact that I've experienced things that could have and should have taken me out. And so I I can appreciate um, you know, my the strength of my body who has sustained mm. so much. I can appreciate you know, the simple things like my feet who yeah. that has, you know, traveled across the country and has persevered in 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 spite of so many challenges. I am proud of like my yeah. brain who has when faced with tough stuff and things that I'm like, I have no idea how to figure this out, has figured it out, um, and has connected mm-hmm. with the right people to figure things. So I am I I am able to stand mm-hmm. with an audacity and and radical love for myself now in my thirties because I understand all that I've been through. And I have an mm. understanding of what could have been my reality right now. And so I am just like in awe of, you know, the the the, the strength that I have because of God who operates in me. And so it's like this place of conviction around mm-hmm. the fact that there 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 is a purpose. I do have a purpose and there's a reason why yes. I'm here. And in and in the midst of seeking out to fulfill that purpose, there's still so much I need to do to to continue to grow and evolve. But I am just in awe of 
how how much I've grown. And I think because of that, I have now a, a love for myself that was not true for my 20-year-old self, Philanda, or mm-hmm. my teenage mm-hmm. Philanda. Um, and so I just, I, I hope there are some listeners that can resonate with that um, and just commit to, like you shared, Melanie, like the small wins, the small successes, the same ways, same ways we celebrate, like you said, you know, the first time a little one goes to the goes to the potty by themselves, everyone in the house is screaming mm-hmm. in celebration yeah. <laughs> of them. You know, when you go out and you, you know, decide to apply for that job that you didn't think you were qualified for, but you did it anyway on faith, celebrate yourself, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. When you say no to the cupcake, when you really want the cupcake because you're trying to be healthier, celebrate that, you know. And so the mm. small wins um, all together end up equaling big wins and huge successes. And so that, that journey is so, so, so important. Melanie, I'm having so much fun with you. We're going to take <laughs> one more musical break, and then we're going to prepare to close up our show. The next two portions of our show are my two favorite parts. It's the Audacity Challenge and our Shine Questions. And so for our listeners who are listening in, please, during the musical break, during, during the musical break I should say, grab a pen and a piece of paper so that you can capture our awesome next segment. our listeners who are tuning into today's show all about radical self-love where my special guest is Melanie Foot Davis. We are now going to jump into one of my favorite parts of the show called the Audacity Challenge. And so today's Audacity Challenge is inspired by today's episode topic which is all about radical self-love. And in preparation for today's show, I did some research around radical self-love and came upon a wonderful web article on the TED Talk website all about radical self-love. And so TED Talk, according to this article, defines the radical self-love movement as focusing on inspiring and aiding people who are hurting to come to terms with who they are. Radical self-love emphasizes the importance of caring for yourself, accepting yourself, and not settling for less than what you deserve. Throughout the journey towards self-love, one must have tons of tools within their arsenal in order to serve and reach their mission of falling in love with themselves. What really resonated for me from this article was some of the startling statistics that they brought forth that just talked about why a radical self-love movement is necessary. It's cited that in the United States, over 24 million people are suffering from an eating disorder. They talked about how around the world only 4% of women consider themselves beautiful. According to a study conducted um, in partnership with Glamour Magazine, Dr. Keeney Cook found that 7 out of 10 girls believe that they are enough and only 93 and 93% of women have cruel thoughts about their bodies every day. Those are statistics about women, but we also have some startling statistics about our boys and about our men. More than 40% of boys in middle and high school exercise with regularity and 15% 15% of high school boys believe that they are attractive. 
this data suggests to me that a radical self-love movement and the work that Melanie has done is so critical and important in order to make sure that we as people are truly believing in ourselves in order to reach our full potential. And so here comes my audacity challenge for today, a radical self-love three-day challenge. My call to action for you is for the next three days, for three times at the very least each day, for you to post something on your major social media platforms related to radical self-love. This is the opportunity for you to identify the things that you believe that you do that is awesome and that you believe that should be named and identified. And my ask is that you tag hashtag radical self-love movement. Also feel free to tag your friends, coworkers, and colleagues who you believe would also benefit from this, from participating in this challenge. In order to reach our fullest potential, we must love ourselves enough and exist from a place of power to provide us with the energy needed to be successful. And so if you are deciding to participate in this Audacity Challenge, please let me know about it. I plan to participate, and I hope our listeners do as well. You can feel free to shoot me a note here on our um, online radio show chat room. You can send me an email on my website, philandajohnson.com, and definitely feel free to tag me so I can send a little love to you. Melanie, are you ready for our shine questions? I believe I am. (laughs) All right. And so the shine questions are a part of my show every episode, and it's an opportunity for me to ask the five questions that I believe are incredibly powerful to every single guest that we have on the show. And so here's the first question. Melanie, what does freedom mean to you? Um, Freedom means having the right to choose for myself. You You are here on earth to serve. I am grateful for so much. (laughs) I'm grateful for so much. But I'll start with love and family. How do you keep the faith despite challenges? Hmm. There's this internal knowing that that God will take care of it. And our last shine question, what is the truth that you know for sure? (laughs) That if God is love, then I absolutely am love, and he made no mistake when he created me. (laughs) I love it. Melanie, (laughs) it has been an awesome show today. I hate that we have to close up. For folks who have tuned in today, it is my hope, our hope, that you have enjoyed the past hour and that you found our conversation about radical self-love to be engaging, enlightening, and food for your soul. Melanie, what would you, what's that final thought that you would like to leave for our listeners today? Well, First of all, I want to just thank them for their time for tuning in because your time is a valuable resource, and and I appreciate you for that. Um, Know that you are enough. Know that you are worthy of love, and and just be visible. Step out. Stand in your power. Um, Also, I would love to give you a gift. If you could pull out your cell phones and text, the word radical to 44222, then you will receive the radical love notes that Philanda um, was mentioning earlier. And I would love to share that with you. And those love notes are awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Where can people get your book, Melanie? They can get my book either through my website at melaniefootdavis.com or it's also – on Amazon.com. Okay. You just type in my name, it'll pop up. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I guess the awesome. easiest way to get there would be Radical Love Book on Amazon.com. It'll take you straight there. 
Awesome, awesome. My recommendation for our listeners is if you want an awesome read that gives incredibly edible, practical strategies to cultivate a life of self-love, please get Melanie's book. It is awesome. It I have it on my Kindle. I love it. Um, and definitely I am encouraging other folks to listen as well. Melanie, can you just spell out your website so folks can make sure that they visit that if they want to stay in connection with you? Absolutely. It's M as in Mary, E, L as in Larry, A, N as in Nancy, I, E, F as in Frank, O, O, T as in Tom, E, D as in Daniel, A, V as in Victor, I as in ice cream, S as in Sam, dot com. Awesome, awesome. So, again, to my listeners, thank you so much for tuning in today. Our next show will be on Saturday, May 7th, and we are so excited to have you join us on that show. For more information on the Life Coach Radio Network, please visit lifecoachradionetworks.com. For more information on me, please feel free to visit my website, www.philanda, P-H-I-L-O-N-D-A-Johnson.com. Melanie, thank you so very, 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 very much for joining my show today. So much gratitude and love to you. For my listeners, thank you for listening. Until next time, live audaciously, be you, and shine bright.